Welcome to Campfire Chronicles, episode number 34. I'm Robbie. I'm Brian. And I'm Andrew. Today we're going to talk about the Savage Gulf episode that we just uh, released on Patreon. We'll be out for the public very soon. And we'll also be talking about our worst weather experiences. And we'll talk about why we're talking about that in a bit. Savage Gulf, what did you guys think? It was great. I It was one of those trips where, at, at least until the end when we had to hike a bunch out, but it was one of those trips where you're like, oh, I could spend several more days out here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was a great trip. Um, <clears throat> it was funny, though, because I didn't really I, I went into this trip not really knowing too much of what to expect from the trail. <clears throat> and I remember we were going over the all trails when we got there. I'm like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Because all I remember is Robbie saying, oh, yeah, this day will be easy. We only have to hike three and a half miles. <laughs> 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 oh, great, great, great. And then I, like, I didn't bring my hiking poles or anything. For some reason, I, sh- I should have I brought them. But mm. then I remember looking at that all trails. and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> well, it's funny because a lot of times I need people to talk me off the ledge, especially when it comes to distance, because the final <laughs> day we did like 10 miles or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah there wasn't really a better way to have planned that route and still go to the cabin and not have to do 10 miles without spending an extra day. But nobody really pushed back that hard on that. And I was like, well, I guess we'll be fine. (laughs) Although that wasn't the worst day. It was that 3.5 miles. That was just because we were able to like not film that much and hike the whole way out. So it's funny how that. Yeah. yeah. And the rain didn't end up being super bad. I think we were all dreading the rain at first, but once once the rain it started raining and and we realized it really wasn't going to be that bad we were a bit better in better spirits mm-hmm. yeah and it, it's funny cuz besides that 3.5 day with the rocky stuff like the terrain wasn't all that bad like um, I, I i remember yeah. the uphills not being too terrible um like on the first and second day but i think that was also like the joy of being back out and also like we had our new smaller backpacks and it just felt like really good and we weren't worn out yet. But yeah, I think the only really tough portion of that trail that we did was just the hike from sawmill campsite to the cabin. Yeah. Everything else is like, it's actually surprisingly flat and we did the downhill portion of that one big hill, uh, on the first morning. Yeah. Like you said that the downhill, the, the downhill that we did, well, the uphill towards the cabin when we, went downhill on it was definitely much faster and like it went by so quickly it was Mm -hmm. really weird yeah that was kind of the problem is that when i did this place by myself i did that section downhill so it didn't really (laughs) register to me as going to be super hard and and i just didn't think about that there there was something satisfying on the last day about like hiking all these chunks and you're like oh we've already knocked out like another 1.5 miles or whatever yeah yeah like get to the next junction (laughs) Um, what did you guys think was the best waterfall? Did we only see two waterfalls? No, we saw uh, at least three. Greeter, Ranger, I think. Oh, and there was the one unmarked one. Yeah. Was that the one where we found the Tinder and stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually, that was, weirdly enough, that was, like, one that stands out in my mind just because, like, it looked interesting. Like, the others were huge and super impressive, but that one was actually, like, it was cascading down the rocks in a really interesting way. Yeah, that was a cool one. Yeah. They all had, well, like, so the, the Greeter Falls was the first one we did on the first day, right? Yeah. And that one, I think, was the most visually impressive based on the way you approach the falls. Because um, if I remember, it was the one where you went down the spiral staircase. Yeah. And 
<clears throat> that like I said, that one was visually impressive. But Ranger Falls was I mean, that one was also you really cool. You said and you said that it was honestly like a low water flow at that point. Yeah, so it was sure more it impressive more. last time, yeah. I think I think just the the fact that the weather was good that day kind of made that one more enjoyable too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what I, well, and, and also on the first day, I think we were also like just ready to settle into camp. Yeah, yeah. And so the extra hike was like, okay. <laughs> but it was really <laughs> impressive and the the fact that there was like the spiral staircase and stuff actually made it really cool too. But yeah. Yeah, the way it revealed itself to us was really cool. Yeah. Like you yeah. just I honestly don't remember the third one. I'm going to have to go back and look at that again. It was just I, on I the trail and yeah. it was just well, yeah. Yeah. I remember when Andrew found the Tinder cuz he was very excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'll have to find that point in the video and rewatch it again. Have we ever had an episode that had this much of a like transition from winter into spring? Like it, it, the transition yeah, literally happened um, in yeah. the episode. Seneca yeah. was somewhat like that. Oh, um, yeah. Remember Seneca but, started with a snowstorm and then by the end it was almost all melted and the grass was like that's green, that's green, right, green right, grass yeah. everywhere. But I, I think this one was still definitely more. This one was definitely strange because it was like, it literally was the height of spring and like as the snow's falling, you can still see the trees budding. I think the altitude and the gulch made a bit of a difference too because it's like the higher parts the forest still actually felt like kind of barren and wintry but then you get lower where there's like all the moisture and you start seeing like all yeah. these wildflowers so that that added to the difference Sen too. seneca was like more heavily on the winter side and then this one was more heavily on yeah, the spring yeah. side. yeah it was super cool though like whenever i experience weird weather like that in real life there's a part of me that's like oh i wish like we could have this in an episode and we got to do that this time yeah it's you but. can't plan for that type of thing so you just have to yeah, hope that yeah. it happens and what it does you know it's that that's interesting because i was gonna say that we've had so many cool interesting things like that happen to us but really it's just mm -hmm. we've done enough episodes that the chances of it happening are yeah yeah over a long enough time or get much higher yeah yeah what did you guys think actually of... yeah because I, I was oh good good oh no i was gonna say like i'm trying to think of other things times where stuff like that has happened and like algonquin with the fog was one of them oh yeah the northern yeah. lights obviously but but yeah well, yeah the northern lights algonquin. Man, we, oh and there's there like <laughs> northern lights and the, the end fog. of a the end of t creek also actually there's like a sunset with like rain and we got to see a rainbow and stuff oh man yeah. that was some of the weirdest i maybe it's just because i never watched that episode but i feel like <laughs> I for, I forgot about <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. A, but also I feel like yeah, we could yeah. have done a better job capturing it and gotten more angles of it. But it was the end of the right, trip, right. so I don't I don't really blame ourselves for wanting to just go. It was also like such an ephemeral phenomenon. Yeah. Like, Although yeah, we did get yeah. the drone up in time to capture it a little bit. So. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, what I was going to ask is, what did you guys think of the cabin itself? Um, I thought I I said this during the trip, but it probably wasn't on video. But it was actually unfortunate that we didn't get to use the cabin when it was cold at night. Because then yeah, we could have yeah. used the fire. We would have been really appreciative of the indoors. Yeah. By the time we got to the cabin, the weather was so nice and, and it was warm that I think we didn't really get to take full advantage of the amenities that it had. Yeah. No, you're totally yeah. right. That's, that's how I feel about it, too. Yeah. Because especially <clears throat> we were so tired after that hike yeah. that day that getting in the cabin wasn't really that appealing. You wanted to be out in the fresh air and cool off. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That picnic table, though. If we had had it. Really nice. <laughs> yeah. It is funny how much a picnic table makes a difference. Dude, um, is there some portable but... one we can use? <laughs> yeah, it's called chairs. <laughs> <laughs> chairs and a rock. <laughs> uh, actually, I mean, there's portable tables, but they're not like backpacking portable. But there's ones that you could like sling over your shoulder. But... Just I, I bring like a, a full um, card table. I'd find a, a, a backpacking <laughs> table to be hard to be. Uh, hard to advertise to people. <laughs> well, so they have these things weight. where it's like they have like legs that like you know how like those big canopy tents like open up. Yeah, like they have legs like that, and then they have the table itself is like made of a bunch of slats that you roll up, and you can like hook like I'm, I've seen that. The... Like they have yeah. a lot of stuff that's just similar to. They have a like... grilling setups that are similar to that too. But still, I mean, if we <laughs> if we ever do an easy trip, we could just go all out because I actually have one of those tables and I could bring that and just like strap it to my pack. And then we <laughs> How could have that. Is, that in the, though? is it designed to be it's it's lightweight? Uh, yeah, I I would guess it's like two pounds or something. Well, uh, Will sure. Rogers in the chat says there's ultralight backpacking tables. Cascade Mountain Tech and REI sell some. Really? Wow. I mean, that, that I might know. be worth looking into. I don't know. But like, how big of a table are we talking about? Because if, <laughs> if it's only big enough to handle like one person, then it's pointless, right? <laughs> you might we can take like, turns. It's like the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's like a place to put things, a few things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So like you might as well just have a tarp. <laughs> it would be a very specific situation when you would need a table, and there would literally be no other surfaces to put things on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, what, what situation would you have to be in? <laughs> okay, Andrew, tell us about this uh, lion's mane okay. that you ate. It... Um, yeah, no, so... Uh, I sh I sh we should preface it with by saying that I have had lion's mane before, but it was fresh, and yeah. my, dad, my dad was the one who found I... it and cooked it in a very appealing way, I... not like Andrew's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think the main problem was they're probably way better if you can saute it. Like, I, I don't even think it wasn't, it, it was that old. Like, maybe a little longer. I think, I mean, I think if you ago. had more ways to prepare it and in the sense that you literally yeah. just dunked it in the water. <laughs> like, if you were able to, you know, maybe cut off the older bits of from, like, the, the, the stem part or whatever you want to call it. The, the I think... Foot, or the... It, <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say in hindsight, I should have like tried grilling it over the fire or something like that. Well, um, but it is like it is an edible mushroom pet that people seek out. Like I've been getting all these ads for yeah. um, mushroom coffee, and they use yeah. lion's mane because it's supposed to be like medicinal. I need to look uh, up exactly. Uh, well, how. and apparently, it if you if prepared properly, it can mimic the mouthfeel of crab meat. So yeah, yeah. it is. Used Our dad actually made. Yeah, crab he made like he made quote unquote. Well, no, not quote unquote, but he made vegan or i guess vegetarian crab cakes with it um yeah. and besides having you know that obvious mushroomy taste it was somewhat you know like the, the definitely felt like i thought it was good, a crab yeah. cake yeah 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 um one of the things is that mushroom was completely out of season and i think it's because it was in that tree with this like very specific like microclimate because yeah. usually you see um, it towards usually... the beginning of winter right uh no, no 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 usually like summer so uh really I'm reading on Wikipedia specifically it says late summer and fall which is what I would have guessed too but yeah. um uh, that's and true. it says like it grows on fall. American beach and maple and that was on a fallen beach log so. I, I but think it's, that's it's, yeah I think that contributed to my uh um apprehension when you pulled that out and like 
or considering <laughs> eating just like, it because well because i remember when i was looking for lion's mane with my dad i was like this i remember looking for lion's mane uh last year <laughs> like sometimes yeah, last yeah. year was when it was in season so i was like i don't know how long that mushroom's been there but it's probably not no no yeah that i mean that's the thing is like it's in the springtime usually it's like morels and like uh dryad saddle or pheasant back those are like the two main mushrooms i look for for edible stuff like yeah. this one would not usually grow but i think it was just in such a specific because uh i wish i had gotten robbie to feel it on camera i don't even know if he <laughs> felt it but there was like no, no no not that not the mushroom but the um there was like cold air coming out of that hole oh like, no it I, felt I felt like it air... i felt it yeah okay yeah 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 it was weird but um but I, I don't think it was like from last year. I think it was just growing in a. No, uh, like, yeah. I mean, I understand it wasn't from last yeah. year, but regardless, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just made me doubtful because it, we were t we're talking about six months out of season, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, that was another good scene, though. That was a. Uh... <laughs> Jason asked, "Was it rubbery after all that cooking?" Um. Not rubbery. It was definitely. I think the first time I boiled it, it didn't cook all the way through. I think that was part of the problem. Well, could you um, eat that raw? Is that a raw? Like, uh, provided there wasn't like some bacteria on the outside of it or something. Right. I don't think it would like hurt you. I mean, with mild mushrooms in general, people say you should cook them. Um, I don't know specifically about this one, but like, it would definitely taste way better cooked. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by the first time that I ate that soup. <laughs> can you can you describe? A, a little bit more in detail oh yeah yeah was. so it was like the main thing is it had like this that musty mushroomy taste um uh -huh. like like yeah it tasted like a, a raw mushroom <laughs> oh. <laughs> like uh it, it tasted like it was undercooked and then um the first time i did it but then i think the problem was as i cooked it more it's like the broth started getting bitter but i actually was wondering if that was like the miso or something getting overcooked i didn't yeah, know if it was that or was. Just the... it could have been because yeah you, you cooked <laughs> the living crap out of that thing i mean Cause, it cause just... actually, actually the mushroom itself sta started tasting better afterwards like it wasn't it didn't have that funky taste but then the broth so what you probably should have done was just cooked the mushroom first, it. like you yeah. said and then yeah, make yeah, the yeah. broth and like throw it in there i, sh I should have boiled it a lot more or something yeah yeah we weren't thinking it was just straight. really fun to make fun of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the narration, <laughs> I, I specifically wrote in the narration like all these lines where you're just like dogging me about because it's. I mean, it is true. It's like I was trying to like rationalize that this was like <laughs> you really, really were. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it was. It's kind of a shame because it's like it was such a cool find, but uh, we didn't. I I didn't really like. I wasn't prepared to cook a mushroom like that. Yeah. So. I feel like. But, if if I were if I was in your shoes and hindsight twenty twenty hindsight I would have yeah yeah basically like chopped off the the tougher ends, cooked it in like just plain water and then thrown it in with the soup that we made <laughs> rather than the miso. <laughs> but... Oh yeah yeah yeah. You know you just although, need like although a little... I think you all would have been opposed to that. <laughs> no, in your I mean you can put it in your own soup. <laughs> oh oh yeah. <laughs> like just put in your own bowl. <laughs> You need yeah, like a little locket of butter or something. And yeah, just whenever yeah, you actually, find a mushroom, was... you can just use those that. little uh those little butter pats that Yeah, they, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Pre-wrapped butter pats. Oh, that's a great idea actually. Put that in a little but, hard well, case. I was, I was thinking like um when we used to bring the little jars of ghee, like something like that would be great. Oh, yeah. I guess it'd still be like kind of heavy and inconvenient, but yeah, I didn't even think about those packets. I mean, you could definitely find a little 
In fact, I have this little plastic container that would be perfect. I'll I'll bring that next time, and you can put a little pad of butter in it. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> we should do that. Butter, just pad. in case we find. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, you never know when you will or won't find mushrooms. Although we are getting into prime mushroom season. If so. you don't find mushrooms, you can always use the butter to cook something else. Though it's just butter, so. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Any other thoughts about Savage Gulf? in general or the episode in general um surprisingly good trip uh mm-hmm. i actually look back on it very fondly i think i i think in part that was in part due to the uh the big four person tent oh man, man. that was game that changer. made total game that made changer. looking forward to this campsite oh like yeah twice oh we got to talk about that more <laughs> yeah yeah and, and like it's funny because we originally went into it like oh we should do this on a winter trip just like once in a while because it's kind of impractical but it wasn't impractical at all like no yeah practical yeah (laughs) it It was like super easy to carry and well it's funny because you lose a little bit or you don't really gain that much as far as weight goes because our tents are so light or and brian's hammock is pretty light but you do gain a little more space in your pack too so if anything it's more practical yeah and it's just so yeah, much yeah, fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I yeah. think we got to do it for our next trip too. <laughs> we we definitely have to do it on a trip with Thomas too. That'd be oh so my funny. god, it's gonna be so fun, dude. Thomas dude, trying to change his clothes next, and when hang we do stuff that, up. <laughs> when we do that, I'm I'm requiring one of you to no both of you to remind me to bring earplugs. <laughs> oh, okay. All three yeah, yeah. of you snore, yeah. and <laughs> I'm gonna die if I'm gonna. 10 with three of you guys <laughs> you know earplugs actually just in general are a good thing to always have I'll, I'll i'll bring my little baggie of earplugs that i have i always feel kind of um like oh should i should i wear earplugs like what if what if like a bear shows up tonight and i'm just like <laughs> completely Sleep oblivious somebody getting mauled <laughs> yeah but that tent was amazing yeah. uh, i can't remember how we got that idea initially but we were trying to do that for a couple of trips now. And then this was the first one where it just actually happened. Cause I bought the tent like months ago now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think then, we had always been like bounced the idea around, but we just never thought it was practical or we just never, we never really looked at the tents, So we didn't know how practical it would have been yeah. considering the weight situation. But, but maybe mm-hmm. over the last couple of years that we were hesitating on it, you know, the tents, four person tents became I was... more practical. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like four-person tents not always used to be this this practical, but yeah. That I mean, I that tent is like... freaking awesome. Like, we should put a link yeah. to that tent in our video so people could get it for themselves. But yeah. it's a little heavy. But when you split it up like that, it's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you split it up, though, the like you said, the weight is you probably lose only a tiny bit of weight to what you would normally carry by yourself, mm-hmm. unless you're an ultralighter carrying like. A single tent but in most cases you know we robbie would be carrying his own two-person tent and i'd be had to have a hammock or something so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh speaking of that uh if we if I, we can diverge from the topic for a moment yeah go for it andrew do you want to tell him about uh what nicole um made for you recently oh yeah yeah, or do yeah. We want oh, to so interesting <clears throat> i can talk about it stuff, okay uh, but yeah brian and nicole made a sort of like a mosquito netting for the tarp but the way it works is like so you like attach it to the what is it called the, the guy lines guy line yeah. yeah and then 
it kind of just like drapes ridge line, around ridge the line. yeah the ridge line um and then it just kind of like drapes around the underside of the tarp right That's, yeah well and, yeah but no it, yeah it's super nice because it's like it, it makes it still roomy and like airy and breathable but it's just this mosquito netting so that like bugs and yeah stuff just think of it as kind of like a mosquito the... netting lining for the inside of the tarp yeah and i made it and it looks sure... good because like yeah. I was going to say, like, mosquito nets sometimes I think of as, like, they, they're kind of, like, droopy and saggy, but it looks, like, nice and spacious. Like, yeah. Cause I, so the reason why we, me, me and Nicole actually worked on this almost two years ago, but I, well, before the pandemic started is when we started this project. Um, and then it took a while for us to get together again. But mm -hmm. I remember Andrew was always talking about the reason he wants to use a tarp. And I think it was back when you when when I got you the that bivy that you used at Allegheny, remember? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, I forgot about that thing. Yeah. And we returned that because um it was It was basically I mean, like was a it? mesh coffin. Like Sarko mummy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it wasn't really like a camping style, coffin. <laughs> the reason you like the tarp is because So right, right, so right. I my intention was he would use that bivy underneath his tarp to prevent you know bugs getting to him when he's under his tarp but the whole point of his tarp you know he said was you know he still have room but it was like airy and he'd feel he wouldn't feel restricted i guess or it would feel open and obviously yeah. being in that coffin of a mosquito net would kind of prevent that so then i set out to just create my own and and nicole actually she made her own hammock um at one point so she helped me make that we kind of like brainstormed ideas of what would be what would work for your kind of setup? I know you like to use that A-frame setup. And we even considered yeah, the yeah. fact that Robbie might be under that tarp. So we're like, let's make this wide enough for two people. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried it out yet? It... Um, no, not yet. No. I yeah. made, uh, I'll probably take it on our next trip. Although with that four-person tent, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking, though, I might, I might bring the tarp on the next trip regardless, and then we'll just see what happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could, we could save the four-person tent for special occasions true, yeah. yeah 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 oh one other thing about uh the episode that cereal idea man how is it oh, taking us this yeah. long like as much as we love cereal like how have we not done that yet <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no we true. got it it was it was also perfect because the weather was like yeah nice and cold so perfect cool. yeah um i was joking that like like Wanting to eat cereal and milk on a camping trip is something either like a complete novice or an expert backpacker would do. It's like, because it's like, it's either like, what are you talking about? Like, you, that makes no sense. Or it's like, oh, you've gotten good enough that you actually know how, like, how to do that. I mean, it's not that hard. It's like, yeah. but just, <laughs> you've gotten good enough to realize. But, but I feel like, but I, but I feel like people who are like into backpacking but haven't gone on a ton of trips, or, like, I feel like when you're in that middle stage, you're like, oh, we got to like do something more practical or whatever. Yeah. You know. Well, it's also it has the potential to go really, really wrong. You know, like you could bring yeah, some milk, yeah, yeah. it spoils, and then you're carrying a bunch of spoiled <laughs> milk, and you know. But if you're bringing that <laughs> almond milk or, or the one that's in the paper containers, those can technically yeah. go without refrigeration. Yeah, those right? are shelf stable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're actually sold on the like normal shelf, so that's how I need to get that one. Uh, oh yeah, so, no, that was great. That was yeah, awesome. just a fantastic idea. And those extra large cereals that you found were also perfect. <laughs> oh, and start, speaking of which, true. the that bowl that I have, <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's one of those things that 
I feel like me a few years ago would have thought of as like excessive because you could just eat out of like a cup or a billy can. But man, something about having like a like a separate little bowl is so nice. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ant, totally. do you remember how often you eat cereal out of cup at home? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, like I only eat cereal out of nature. I want a bowl. When I'm at home, I'm going to use a cup. <laughs> you know, that is true, though. There's a line, like a fine line between having something that's too much and then just not torturing yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no reason to put yourself through pain if there's a nice, simple solution that's better, you know? The the fact that thing, that thing is, like, so light. Like, it feels like a styrofoam cup in terms of weight. Like, it's kind of crazy. Because it's made of titanium, I think. But Yeah, that's I, that was a very like nice ball. And light. Yeah, yeah. Nicole had something that was <laughs> sort of like a silicone. I think it was some sort of silicone or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. But it, like, collapses. Mm-hmm. I, it's, we prob- she's probably seen it, her use it. In I've seen those. I've seen those, yeah. yeah. But it, yeah, it collapses into like a flat, just a flat mm-hmm. thing, and then you can store it that way. And I'm thinking I might try that. See, for some reason, like my brain would only want to eat like dry snacks out of something like that. <laughs> well, so my thought, like I like a nice was, metal bowl. <laughs> we have all these metal yeah, containers yeah. for you know, like the metal cups and the metal. Yeah, yeah. The billy cans obviously have to be metal, but um. But in warm and cold weather, when you want to eat something hot, you know, the metal, it, it gets really cold, right? So when you pour a hot soup in there, it cools down mm. the soup really quickly. Mm. So I was thinking, you know, maybe for a bowl, I, I wouldn't want something made out of metal. if I'm going to try to use it in the winter to eat, like eat something hot. I don't know. Mm. That's, that's a good point. Uh, so actually doubling back to mushrooms real quick, Jason asks... Andrew, is dehydrating mushrooms to bring for meals something you'll consider in the future? I feel like you've done that before on an episode, right? Or am I uh, I've Did definitely you brought dehydrate the shangu for the hot pot. I think those were already dried up when I brought those. Oh. So yeah, we, I, I've brought, I've oh, bought, store brought, what, what I've brought store bought mushrooms that were dehydrated. But that's definitely something I would consider. I mean, when we did the hot pot, I did dehydrate like vegetables and stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, definitely. I oh, I remember one. Um, it was. I should do that. Oh, the head was of the it woods. The or yeah, you brought that, right? Or did I? The hen. Well, I mean, we found. I found it, you found and then it. you, you dehydrated. It. That's um, right. Yeah. And we had that. Uh, was, that was it a, the cheddar potato soup there again? I think so. I think so. Yeah, we had the cheddar potato soup, and we threw the the mushroom in there. Yeah. You know, you know, some things we gotta make again are we gotta try doing cornbread, and then also. Uh, steamed buns oh Cause, yeah because we've done some steamed buns in the past but it was like too cold out for the yeast to rise we if we do again. steamed buns we need to bring the wait did we bring pork wool last time we did that i don't know I, oh well in pictured rocks we were trying to make baozu which was very oh. ambitious. well if we do the steamed buns we need to bring pork wool so we can cut those things yeah. open and put the pork wool oh in. man we could like bring some eggs and Oh, and we could also. Uh, <laughs> we're just. I think we're all just hungry now. <laughs> but do you remember uh, uh, the the well, Robbie? Do you know Tian uh, Manto? No. It's it's when you take a manto and then you oh, cut it into slices, yeah. right? And you basically just put a little bit of oil on pan and you fry this. You like toast the slices oh, on the pan. Oh, that's what that's you, called. What's it called? Yeah, Tian uh, Manto, um, fried. I think. That's fried or 
Yeah. Say like Dian with a D or Jen, with a like J? A, with like with a J. J. Okay. It's like Chinese yeah. cinnamon toast. <laughs> but yeah, but my mom would do that, and then she would sprinkle some sugar on one side, so the sugar oh, would kind of like melt man. into it. Oh man, it was yeah. It's it's very simple, but it's a very like comfort food. Oh man, man. I awesome. should do that. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyways. <laughs> oh, so one real quick thing about the shout-outs of the episode. Uh, I think I told you guys this already, but I filmed my shout outs, edited them. And then I put them onto a PlayStation three. Like I put the actual video file. Then I recorded that onto an actual physical VHS tape. Really? Yeah. And then I oh, played yeah, that yeah, back yeah. and captured that into the computer. That's how I did the VHS effect. Oh my God. That stuff was awesome. <laughs> yeah. You went all out with those shout outs, man. <laughs> yeah, put it's us like, what? this time. What's funny is, wasn't that the same? That was like the same Dragon Ball scene you had done before, but this time you were actually like in costume. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I've done that one before. Yeah, you did that one. Except I think all you did was you had just pasted yeah, you just your cut head your head out. And... <laughs> but this oh, one, that's really funny. You say that because like while HD I was remaster. making it, I was like, "Have I done this one before?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what episode was that? Oh man. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, which one was that? If anyone in the who's watching now, crap, the other, dude, I didn't one. realize I, I like was one of the early. It. Oh, No, yeah, I mean yeah. it was it was good though because it's like cause the costumes are so funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I was thinking is that's like <laughs> no, a whole dude. YouTube channel, like that 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 low cost yeah, cosplay yeah, yeah. guy on Instagram. <laughs> that could be a whole YouTube channel. You just do scenes oh, yeah, yeah. and then use yeah. terrible costumes. Man, I'd wow, watch when you, that when you when it cut <laughs> to you in the in the black underwear <laughs> that caught me off guard so hard well what's good is that um those underwear are slightly see-through so the vhs effect makes it so you can't see my butt crack when i fall on the floor <laughs> actually oh, after i did those shout outs i was like okay i'm gonna get a bigger green screen because it's worth what? it to or maybe i'll just paint the garage green <laughs> What oh, were the shoulder that. pads made of? Uh, those are Amazon packaging, you know, the little oh. bubble mailers. I just cut them up into the that's shape. That is, that's hilarious. Yeah. Wait, are they even like three-dimensional or are they just like? No, I, I just, it's two-dimensional, but when you fold it, it just kind of rounds out really well. <laughs> so so how long did <laughs> it take hilarious. you to film that shout out? <laughs> that one was like a couple hours. Really? Man. Yeah, just like I, three hours maybe. I feel like whenever Four we five, try and I don't know. film, sh- <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I feel like it takes us a full day to film shout outs sometimes because we because we do so many costume changes and yeah, it certainly feels like a full day. Just Andrew was writing narration that week, and I was already done with all the stuff that I could oh. do, so I was just like, "Well, I'll just do, I'll go gung ho on the the shout outs this week." Yeah, I'm I'm creatively dry on on shout outs right now. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. usually we tend to pull from video games or TV shows we're watching. And I just, I just don't have anything to pull from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. You have to like, uh, just dig deep on some of these and like, well, I'll just yeah. or apparently just repeat ones you've already done. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we should just keep doing Jojo ones. There's a, like an, I mean, an endless pit of, of creativity from Jojo. <laughs> we we've also done ones that are like not specific references, but just loose like genres, like that Western one we did. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. We could yeah. do stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, me and Brian did the everything everywhere one, which I feel like anyone who hasn't seen that movie will have no idea what's going on. 
I, it, it's, I had it was no funny idea what was going on. <laughs> yeah, it was like it, it reminded me of when we did that JoJo one, and I hadn't seen JoJo yet, and I was like, "What? What are we?" <laughs> it, it's just like so much oh, stuff that out of context yeah. makes no sense. But was that the yeah. first the first JoJo one where where you guys where you were punching me? I was just flailing around. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brian's arms flailing around there in that specific shout out are still one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> We should definitely do more JoJo uh, shoutouts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think we've done probably so much five different shoutouts for from that are JoJo now, right? Yeah. Oh, we haven't oh, even done your approaching me yet, right? Mm-mm, no. Oh, we man. need to do Zawarudo. Oh, definitely, definitely. Oh, there's so many possibilities with that because we could freeze yeah. time and do so many funny things. <laughs> you could do the whole thing where he's like. It's like been like two minutes, but it's only been five seconds or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we'll need to, uh, um, we'll need to really try hard on those low cost cosplay outfits. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what really sells it. I feel like is when you do something. It's those little touches that make all the difference. You know, <laughs> like but, the like the Mortal Kombat yeah, shout out with me, uh, Sub Zero and Scorpion. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. For the Sub Zero. Oh my god. Come on, it's, man. It's funny how it actually like does create an illusion. Like there's a brief second where you forget that those are just jeans or at least I do that. <laughs> what was, what like, were you wearing for the Raiden uh, hat when you were like Mortal Kombat? <laughs> oh, I don't think oh, I was yeah, wearing a hat like in that scene. It was oh, I had a t-shirt. Like that white was supposed hair. to be the white hair. Yeah. Oh, the white yeah, hair. Yeah. Oh, but now okay. Andrew's got an actual Raiden hat so we can. Oh yeah. man. Oh, Mortal Kombat. Yep. And yep. I've got the long hair too, except it's yeah. black. Oh my God. <laughs> The possibility. Actually, I think I would make a better Shang Tsung yeah. with this hair at least at, at this point. <laughs> we just got to have a whole episode of shoutouts. We got to do the um. <laughs> no, you will fight me. <laughs> oh man, that that Johnny Cage picture that Robbie took one time for that one. You know that one Mortal Kombat. Oh character yeah, slash, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was such a perfect <laughs> imitation of that picture. It's so wait, funny wait, because which, when you really you examine some of those things, you just see how ridiculous they are. Like, what is he? Johnny Cage just like had this weird look on his face, like with his mouth half open. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what director? Like, what were they saying to him to get him to do that? <laughs> AJ Blakeman said, I'm really looking forward to some Elden Ring shoutouts. I, I actually did consider some Elden Ring shoutouts at one point, but uh, that was in the winter, and I wanted to film them outdoors, so maybe I'll do an Elden Ring one for our, our next episode. Actually, uh, so before we get into our next topic about the rain, I do want to diverge real quick on Elden Ring if I can. Is that... You've been playing that, right? Well, I bought it. And I got it to I got up to Margit the Fell Queen mm. or whatever. Yeah, the Fell Omen. Yeah. So I I don't know what to do. Like <laughs> you just keep fighting him until you get good enough to beat him, basically. Well, there's a couple that... things. You you can so you you can either uh explore around and find little caves and stuff and maybe find new weapons and gear. Uh, and also level up at the same time because you can you can just level up as much as you want. You don't have there's no cap. It's just harder. It gets harder because you need more runes. Or yes, you just keep fighting him and you learn his move set and then you eventually beat him. Or uh, or you can summon me and I can beat his ass for you. 
Well, I need to get good enough <laughs> to at least get the first boss. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, to be fair, he's considered one of the toughest like starter bosses in the oh, game. Oh, he, okay. He's okay. tough, yeah. I, it's po it's possibly because partially you may be under level and you might, you know, just need to get used to it, but yeah. He he, he was a wall for a lot of people starting the game. Okay. So yeah. if you feel discouraged like you don't want to play anymore then then I'll help you out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I I haven't played it enough to actually get discouraged yet. I just got my butt beat like 10 times in a row and i was like <laughs> i think that's really cool is this like the exploration yeah the exploration in that game seems amazing but is this one of those games like monster hunter where it takes a long time to for it to click but then once it clicks it really clicks what was that your experience i should say well that's hard to say because this is my fourth souls type game so technically it clicked with me immediately but yeah yeah oh that's what i meant like the first time you played a dark souls or a yeah i, I would say Demon yes souls. um because well especially with elden ring since exploration is a huge part of it and i think once you beat margit then it really opens up um the exploration really really becomes open um so that's when you can really start going around and fighting a lot of different things and and yeah there's a certain like I think I think it'll probably click for you at some point when you fight in Margaret. You'll you'll get that sense of when to dodge and when to move into attack and just how the general combat feels. Um, so yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I, I mean, I'll give it another shot. Then I just haven't had time lately. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So Jason says it was the Shawnee State Forest episode where I did a over oh. nine thousand. That's really funny because I can't remember at all what I did in that <laughs> shout-out. You should pull it up right now. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll, I'll pull it up. You guys talk about something. <laughs> pull it up, too, because I want to see it. <laughs> I just I, I want to oh, hear your reaction when uh... you watch it and remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it's so funny. <laughs> it up. Honestly, though, <laughs> you should have. Uh, is that Nappa he's fighting? Nappa and Vegeta? Napa. Is Napa actually one of them? <laughs> yeah, Napa. He's just got his face pasted over Napa. It's hilarious. Wait, is this the Shawnee State Forest one where it was me and Yeah, me yeah. And yeah, it's uh yeah, it's an hour sixteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> one sixteen um, and twenty seconds. This was also oh, the one where we did oh, office see. space shout out, which was really great. Oh yeah. That's that's I do want to do more office space shout outs. Have you have you seen the movie, Andrew? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it a okay. few times. Yeah, that's a great movie. More of that. This one, yeah. this is funny that I did this, but the one I just did is infinitely better. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was yeah, worth yeah. redoing. Okay, that's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, this one was funny in its own right, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, the part where... Is is Nappa the big muscly guy? <laughs> yeah. He's the dude in the black underwear, yeah. Yeah, that, that one is hilarious, like, when he's in the background. <laughs> It's funny too because when you adapt anime into live action, you do these really awkward poses for a long time because they don't move, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, so the the second topic that I wanted to cover was what have been our worst weather experiences. And the reason I bring it up is because we were actually supposed to go on a trip uh last weekend but we got rained out so yeah. we rescheduled it but 
what have been yeah, the worst good. like now like when we first started we were I like well if there's that. rain we'll just deal with it but now we're a little more like i, I can't deal with this anymore <laughs> well it, yeah it's one thing to have to expect rain maybe on one day but when the entire trip is just scheduled for rain it's just there's no point in going. yeah yeah it, it would be not a good episode to watch <laughs> it'd be so difficult to film too like the, yeah the quality of the episode would be worse because of it I mean, everything would suffer just because our our attitude during that episode, yeah. I think, would be yeah. not as good either. Yeah. Um, but worst? Yeah, was was Big Sur the worst? Maybe that's the question. <laughs> I think in terms of getting rained oh, out, Big yeah. Sur was definitely the worst. Yeah. Um, because we we literally couldn't do the episode. <laughs> oh, like, right. That was yeah. we were planning on having that be its own episode. So part of but, me always wonders. Well, I mean. Oh, man, if we had were able to do start that trip just a day later, it seemed like the weather was clearing up. Yeah. Well, you know, it, we've yeah. talked about this before. I'm sure we mentioned it in the commentaries for these episodes, but both the Big Sur trip and the Hawaii trip, I constantly, not constantly, but I occasionally second guess myself and say, should we have oh, toughed yeah, yeah. out the rain? Especially mm -hmm. Big Sur and to a lesser extent, the Kalalau Trail, because the Kalalau Trail, you physically couldn't cross. Big Sur yeah. was just, we were <laughs> yeah, wet and yeah. soggy. Mm -hmm. The Kalalau Trail was like, legally it was closed, but they were kind of letting people go if they right. wanted to. Or like, they were letting people wait. Wait, yeah. Yeah. But it was literally actually closed, so it's like... <laughs> yeah. But, um, uh, yeah. Big... Well, Big Sur, you did say in the video that, you know, the gear was yeah. wet and the battery's wet, and it wasn't feasible to, to go on and film it. Yeah. I don't, I don't I remember really asking know. about that, but... It, yeah, there was literally like a moat of water. At least in me and Brian's set, there was like a moat yeah. of water. I mean, the, the batteries were all like actually wet. Like you could see water on them. I'm sure they we could have gotten them to work and they probably would have worked, but I don't know. Yeah, well, it's we hard should to do those. We should go back to California at some point and do some episodes there, though. Yeah, oh, definitely. Was there a point in you guys' life where you realized how much the rain sucked? Because there's actually a, a specific point in my life when I realized that I hate being in the rain. And that was when I was a freshman in college and you had to walk to class. Mm. A, I realized how much I hate the rain and being in the rain. But B, I don't know. What was I trying to say? Well, basically, you have to walk to class all the time. And mm -hmm. I didn't realize how much you just drove everywhere when you don't walk to class, you know? Mm -hmm. So it just really quickly became obvious to me how much it sucked to walk in the rain. You know, I think I had sort of a similar but opposite experience in the sense that like uh, it, it was when we did our Smokies episode and it was just constantly raining and I, we were solo hiking. But after that, I was like, I am never going to let rain in the civilization bother me. Oh, <laughs> Because I was like, if as long as I have a place to go indoors and like change clothes and stuff, <laughs> but like having a... to deal with that when you're alone and in a crappy like, actually I don't even have a tarp or a tent. I just had a tarp, I think. Yeah, but you yeah, did. That was, I, that was rough because I remember in the morning you woke up, your tarp was like two feet off the ground. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, right. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was that when I was alone or when? Yeah, we were... when you were alone. 
Okay. There, there's like a shot oh, of yeah, the, yeah. the tarp, and it's like there's no space under it for a human, but somehow you were sleeping. <laughs> oh, <yeah. under> it. <laughs> it's like it was literally like a blanket at that point. <laughs> like I, I can imagine I someone walking up on that campsite and just being like, oh, "Someone just left a tarp here." <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I see the shot right now. It's at like thirty minutes and fifteen seconds. It's just like <laughs> um, for me, I can't really. I don't oh, think I can funny. think of a specific time when I thought I hated the rain, but I know it was probably during an Adventure Archives episode. Uh, I mean, whatever the first episode, whatever the first trip we did where it rained a lot, it was probably, it was probably Smokies. Honestly, I, I think that in general, like the challenge it brings for to to filming on top of everything else like it's made me realize that rain is like one of the worst conditions to have to do stuff in yeah it's it, just like yeah i think i think our perception of rain would be a little different a little less harsh like you said if we didn't have to film and stop all the time and do all these things if we if all we had to do was throw on our raincoats and just keep hiking then yeah it would just be like, okay, this is a an inconvenience, but not a big one. You but know, I think that's, that's actually a huge when we were factor. on. Yeah, yeah. When we were on the Kalalau Trail, I, I think because we were like just doing our phones or something. I don't know. I, I remember actually having. There was a, really a point where we were like, filming with our phones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and I remember just having a really good time. Like, like the rain almost made it exciting and fun to hike in, but. If you had to film a whole episode in those conditions, that yeah, that would not be feasible. But oh, but if you're just like hiking without worrying about that, it's kind of it's kind of fun as long as you know the weather's going to turn up later. Yeah, you know, I think the Hawaii one especially. If Marisa wasn't there, I would have been more inclined to force us to tough it out. Yeah, but because she was there, it's like you don't want to put somebody through that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Say. Yeah, were we? Did but, we check you know, the weather? I mean, we did we know that it was going to rain, or was it just so unpredictable? Well, I mean, we didn't know we because a... we have to plan the trip ahead of time. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. we saw that it was going to rain the day before. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess that when you're in Hawaii, you can't just be like, let's not just do this because yeah. it's going to rain. Yeah. You have to at least go and try. I mean, it was really yeah, exciting, yeah. like at the beginning, especially because it was like this blowing rain and you're hiking through it. It was really fun. Man, yeah. I forgot how crazy the beginning was. It felt like there was going to be a, a oh, monsoon yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. It was still a good episode, but yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe one day we'll go back and do it. In terms of uh, other bad weather trips, I still feel like Manistee kind of so it didn't rain the entire time while we were doing manistee but i think it really put a damper on it for me at least specifically um i don't know why well i guess it's because when it did rain that really really was bad like we got yeah. an experience well especially you two you got an experience of what it was like what it would be like to get rained <laughs> on and not have the proper equipment for it you know yeah mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. the tent wasn't working yeah Man, imagine if we had the four-person ten on that trip. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's an alternate universe. Like there is a different timeline now where we never tipped the boat. <laughs> we had a great um, night in that four-person tent. Yeah. One thing I'll say is I I actually didn't mind the weather at first. Like there was that time I think at our first campsite 
where we had the big tarp set up and we were all just like waiting it out under there. And Thomas was in the tent. That was like actually kind of fun. Oh yeah, and honestly, was like yeah. it was it was nice. Like the sunset was really cool too. Yeah, and like honestly, as if we hadn't tipped the canoe, like I feel like looking back on that last night, it it wouldn't have been as bad in my memory banks as like it was. Yeah, like that trip actually was really cool. Like the fact that we hiked up one way and canoed back down. But yeah, that actually is super cool. That is yeah. a very unique thing. I will say that the rain has done maybe the most to get us to realize that you can improve your setup and you can deal with problems with actual solutions and not just makeshift solutions. Like, cause we would always bring these terrible little disposable ponchos for the rain. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm not oh, sure yeah. Andrew was the first one to get a rain jacket. Wait, and that I? seemed, yeah, you got a rain jacket for the first red river gorge episode. Remember? Oh, yo, we got, yeah. Me and Andrew got we were those same one ones that, right? at the same time. Oh, um, those the great ones. ones. Yeah. And that just that, seemed yeah. so revolutionary at the time, but that's <laughs> the dumbest thing imaginable to think that that is revolutionary. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we like, I guess because in civilization, you either have an umbrella or it's just like, you're not in the rain that long. Well, I think also, but I, my family had never owned a rain jacket. Like I've yeah. nobody in my family growing up ever had a rain jacket. I didn't even know really that was a thing. Just in my mind, that was the Captain Silverfish hook, fish sticks, yellow rain jacket. <laughs> yeah, no that 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 <laughs> oh. makes that tracks because if you don't go out and hike, I mean, all you really need is an umbrella, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Typically, yeah. you just go out and you'd have an umbrella. There's no reason for you to have a rain jacket, or you're just but, running from the car to a building, so you don't even. Yeah, bother. yeah, yeah. The ponchos That's was so funny, funny though. I think, oh, man, what were we thinking? I think we were just <laughs> like, as long as well, we had, as long we as we don't get wet, it it's, doesn't matter how we don't get wet. <laughs> yeah, but man, yeah, we also we had so a bunch terrible. of ponchos from like, um, like like Fourth of July stuff or something. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, yeah. Maybe you guys just had an abundance of free ones or something. I don't know. But point being that the rain really made us realize that you could improve <laughs> your equipment and your your lot in life with very yeah. inexpensive, simple fixes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so before we start wrapping up or maybe to wrap up, let's address some comments. One of them was Sanwar one said that he has a shout out idea. He wants to pitch. You guys play one another. Brian can run and slide around oh. the house like Robbie. Robbie can go around identifying plants, but really obvious ones like Rose. <laughs> <laughs> We we've talked about that before. I can't yeah, remember we, if that was yeah. specifically for shout outs or an April Fools video. I think it was for April Fools. April yeah. Fools, yeah. Oh that man. Was really funny. So yeah, should we do that next April Fools or should we do another hotel archives? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> we could just do a hotel archives, but we're each someone else. What if we just kept escalating hotel archives every year? And it just becomes an actual thing. <laughs> well, like by the end of it, we're doing like a cruise out in the Mediterranean. <laughs> actually, actually, I think people really would really still, funny. that would actually just be a full episode if we went yeah. to the Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um, another one was Sanwar said, <clears throat> any solo hike videos in the works? And no, not at the moment, but probably after yeah. we do this next episode that we're going to be filming this weekend. Uh, I'll probably plan one of those. And then <clears throat> Tamika says, 
Love Death Robots thoughts. Oh, you know, I still haven't watched that. It looks really There's cool. There's a new season, apparently. I didn't too. watch yeah. the first season, so I don't know anything about either season. I've, I've seen... Aesthetically, a it looks new episodes. really cool. It, if you don't know about it, it's like it's sort of like um, that Star Wars thing, too. The Star Wars anime where it's just kind of like little different stories that aren't really related. Um, but it's very yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's it's a very... I don't really know how to describe it except interesting. <laughs> it's, it's well, have just, you watched it though? I've watched a few, yeah. Um, and it's hard for me to get into those anthologies where each episode is different because, uh, yeah, like a lot of the reason that, or a lot of what hooks me on a TV show is wanting to know what happens next. So it's like you yeah. finish an episode and then that I haven't even finished Star Wars Visions now that I think about it, but you finish it's, an episode and the next one's just a whole new story. Yeah. It's sort of like if you watched an art project, um, oh. like like you know you go to an art gallery to see art the way someone would interpret something and in, in, as art, right? But this is just kind of like in video form. I feel like uh, I don't know if that makes sense, but it feels like when you that. watch yeah, it, yeah. yeah, like the story and the, the art variety. style and the narrative, it, it all is kind of like someone's idea of an art project or something. Well, what I what I liked about the project. Star Wars stuff is how you saw different interpretations of the same universe and stuff. Mm, yeah. That's yeah. kind of cool. Okay, so yeah. we've got five minutes left in our Google Meet call. So any final questions or final thoughts, get those in the chat. And then uh, maybe while we're waiting for those questions, have you guys uh, any life <laughs> updates? <laughs> So someone said resort archives slash buffet archives. <laughs> buffet. Archives. I mean, we went to like a local China buffet as as an April Fool's video, and then Andrew could like identify the <laughs> mushrooms and the food and stuff. That could um, be fun. That is a that is the a special kind of regret that I I do miss feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Eating at a Chinese buffet. How much are Chinese buffets now? I don't know. Oh, Probably like twelve or something. There, there was, I mean, the restaurant is still there, but there's this amazing local China buffet that it's like good, good Chinese buffet. It's not like the cheap kind, and it was mm. like six ninety nine for years. I don't know if that's what it still costs or if you even still have the buffet, but. Man, that was such a good deal. I'd go there and just <laughs> almost eat myself sick. Uh, Samwar asks if yeah. you have any trips planned for Colorado. And 100%, we just don't have them planned yet. Like, they, <laughs> they will be happening. <laughs> just nothing's yeah. actually in the books yet. I think there's just yes. still a lot of settling and Thomas needs to do before we can really think about heading out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and same for Japan. The Japan, currently, they're only open to tour groups. Uh, but they'll be oh yeah to general tourism really soon i think yeah. so pr- maybe Wait, really? not this year this year seems a little bit i mean we could still do this year but it would be the winter again do I you do know how we... much flights are by any because because uh apparently flights to china are like six thousand oh, dollars right yeah now. it's insane it's no japan is fine japan they're like okay. the regular price like eight to twelve hundred dollars okay. i mean that's really expensive still but it's yeah I don't know what they'll be like once tourism opens again. Like maybe I would imagine it get 
less expensive because they want to get more flights going. I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe this year, but more realistically, well, I don't know. I don't know. Because August is the best time for climbing mountains, and that's really what we've been wanting to do since like 2019 is to go back and climb mm. mountains with Daryl. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I, I need to look into... I'm, I feel like Taiwan's going to be also closed off. But we did say that if we go back to, I mean, when we go back to Japan, we're going to set aside a significant chunk of time to not only do the episode and hike the mountains, but also to really engross ourselves in like the culture and just the sightseeing and stuff like that. Yeah, th mm. there's never yeah. enough time. That that's yeah. what I found. It's like no matter how long you go there, it always feels like you need more time. So we're going to add. I feel like we should add extra time. <clears throat> Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because okay. last time after our trip, we kind of ended it pretty quickly. But, okay. Yeah, that's true. You guys, I think you guys were only there for a week or something. Maybe you were there for two weeks and I was there for three. Oh, um, no. I don't think yeah, we were there for two uh, weeks. Uh, yeah, you were there for short. an extra. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was way too short. Okay, so uh, call is ending in two minutes. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any final thoughts. I'm going to go get something to eat after this <laughs> <laughs> everyone is surprised <laughs> uh, oh someone already asked that yeah we uh shushong was asking about japan but also like taking thomas specifically i would definitely love to take him there on that trip yeah definitely. move to japan for three months and become content machines <laughs> yeah no i've thought about that before because the maximum visa stay is 90 days so i thought mm. just going there for the full 90 days filming as much as i humanly can and then get ourselves to a million subscribers just from those videos. You should move to Japan, <laughs> and I should move to Taiwan, and then we could just oh, man, that would <laughs> pump be, out that'd be cool. these videos. Yeah. Okay, uh, so the call is about to end. Thank you, everybody, for okay. watching today. Or And if you're listening later, you can find us on podcast services everywhere. If you can't find us somewhere, just let us know, and we'll add it. And then uh, also, we're live on Patreon every month. We'll be back in a month. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Have a good Bye, one. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>